This is the Cataholos podcast, Food for the Journey. Episode 4, How to Build a Belief. Hi, I'm Michael and welcome to the Cataholos podcast. So a big thank you to everybody who's been posting reviews and everybody who's been supporting this podcast in its early days. Really appreciate it and it's been very insightful finding out that a lot of you like to listen to this whilst running. So that's an interesting one, so good for you. So this episode is all about how do you actually build a belief. So I'm going to talk about where this comes from, what a belief is, and then we're going to give you five ways that you can take away today to actually build a belief. Because once you've got one, you know you've got one. But kind of how do you know when you've got one and what are the benefits for you? So we'll get into that. So this is inspired by the current Olympics, the Olympics when they happened in 2021. Um, I was watching the Olympics. I was very inspired by all of the different countries. And I live in England and they were interviewing Team GB, Team Great Britain, and they'd done really well in the swimming. And they're interviewing two men and two women that just won gold medal in the swimming relay. And they said, guys, GB has done so well in the swimming this Olympics. What's made the difference? And straight away, Adam Peaty who does the 100 meter or 200 meters breaststroke said, it's belief. We've got a belief. We can do it. And one of the other swimmers said, yeah, Adam has been amazing in helping us because he has the belief and that belief has been infectious and we've believed that we can win. We believed we could do it. And I sat there thinking that's absolutely brilliant because it's very often the case that when you believe you can do something, you will find a way to make it happen. It doesn't matter how. If you have that belief, you're great. But then I thought, but what if you don't have that belief? Or it's okay once you've got it, but what if you want to create a new belief? Or what if you're starting something new or something's not going well? And you you think, no, that's all right for them. I don't have a very strong belief in these in this area. I'd love to have a belief that strong. I'd love to believe in something so much that I get the equivalent of my gold medal. So this podcast today is to help you to actually to do that. So firstly, it's very important that we understand what a belief is. If you Google, you know, belief meaning, you'll get all sorts of different things. Sometimes people talk about religious beliefs, to have faith, to trust, to have confidence in something. Well, I'd like to suggest a definition that is like a working definition that we're going to use today. And if you like it, you can take it and run with it. If you don't like it, you can come up with your own. But I want to look at the word be, to be something to do it, to, you know, if you're your very being, it's, it's what you are, isn't it? And to live what you live. So to me, it's more than just thoughts. It's how you live that deep down conviction that something is, has an element of truth or meaning to you. So if you said, for example, I believe that my partner loves me, that belief is very, very strong. And there's a word called cognizant, which means when you're aware of what you believe. And I I would like to invite us all to be more cognizant in our beliefs because a lot of our beliefs we don't really think about a lot of the time or we kind of don't really pay a lot of attention to. So I'd like to start with that definition. It's focusing on what to be and what to live and how those come together. That belief is who you are and how you live based on that deep conviction of what is meaningful for you and to be cognizant of those beliefs, okay? So to be like, right, well, what are mine? very, very important that we keep that in mind, that definition of what a belief is. Now, the benefits of having a strong belief are absolutely exponential. 
if you have a belief, you can do anything. I started Kataholos with a belief and nothing else. I'm going to say it again. I had nothing else. I had no money. I had no contacts. I had nothing in the sector that I now work in and enjoy very much. But I had a belief. I had a belief that I knew what I could do, where I could go, who I could help. Nobody could give me that belief. If I didn't have that belief, I wouldn't be talking to you now. So that is just my example of how powerful these beliefs are. It's deeper than just you know thinking you can do something, trying to motivate yourself, you know, having conditions go your way. It's got to be deeper than that, but it can bring you every kind of success, every kind of satisfaction. If you believe something, the world is open to you. If you don't believe it or you struggle with your beliefs, then when times get difficult or things are, are, are tough, you don't really have enough to draw upon to, to keep you going. Okay, so massive successes, massive, there's all sorts of wonderful things to be waiting for you if you have a belief. Okay, so let's get into how you actually build that one. Five different ways. The first way to build a belief is to understand that a lot of it is linked back to thinking and linked back to your brain, your organ, your mind and your brain and how that works. I would definitely recommend you check out the work of Dr. Caroline Leaf. She's a neuroscientist and she helped to deepen my understanding on this. And Dr. Carol Dweck, who is a psychologist at Harvard University and has done pioneering work on growth mindset. So in relation to the brain, without getting too technical, repetition and emotion. Any neuroscientist or any psychologist who understands the brain well enough, if they're helping you to build new beliefs, positive beliefs, beliefs that you want and that you're cognizant of, you've got to repeat the way you think. You've got to visualize and focus on that many, many, many times. Repetition. You can't just say, I want to build a belief. I can have a gold medal and only think about it once. You've got to repeat it because if you look into it, the way the brain cells talk to each other, the connections between the brain cells can grow and strengthen based on two things. Repetition. You've got to think about it many, many times. You've got to start to build that belief with your thoughts, but also emotion and emotional intensity. There are all sorts of chemicals in the brain as well. And if you have that strong conviction, you often hear people say, they just did it, I don't know where it came from. That's often the emotional intensity with the brain talking to the body to deliver, say, a sports performance or a, a performance in business or pushing a child out of the way of a car, something like that, that emotional intensity. So that's the first way to start to build that belief. You've got to think about something, maybe something you want, something, a way you'd like to be, many times with that intensity and that emotion. If you don't do that, then you're not going to hardwire and change your brain so that it thinks, yeah, we can really do this, all right? Because your brain has an inbuilt detector to say, mm, I don't think that's strong enough or I don't think we can do this. Until it becomes that deep belief, it's going to feel difficult and it's going to feel kind of fake. So it's like being in the gym. You've got to repetition it with intensity many times, okay? So you've got to understand that your beliefs are linked back to your brain, to your mind. They don't just appear fully formed. So that's the first thing, repetition and emotion. And make sure to check out those two doctors, Dr. Carol Dweck and Dr. Caroline Leaf, okay? The second thing is, if you're doing that, you've got to have people around you that are going to share that belief and going to encourage you what I call your support team. And if you go on the Catalyst website, so catalyst.co.uk, there's a free PDF that you can download that tells you in more detail about your support team and putting their names and their contact details and who they are and pulling that team together. Imagine going back to those Olympians, 
their support team, all the different men and women that are working together to help them to be successful. If you're trying to build that belief, I'd suggest you've got two, minimum two people. The first is somebody who's going to just support you. In the early days when you don't believe, my favorite motivational speaker, Les Brown, he says, sometimes you've just got to have believe in somebody else's belief in you so your own belief yourself kicks in. And I've done that many times. So don't worry if you feel like you're piggybacking on somebody else's belief. They're saying, no, you can do it. I believe in you. I can see it for you. Don't worry. Keep going. Got to have that person, especially in the early days, to go to for support. Because some days you can think, I don't know if I can actually do this. The belief is too young. Yeah, don't trample on it. Go to somebody who's going to nourish it with a bit of water. The second person to have on that support team is someone for accountability as well as support. You need somebody who's going to say, it's no good all just thinking or talking about it. You got to do it. You got to take the actions that are going to make the things happen. So think about the Olympians. They've got coaches that hold them to account and say, you've got to do these training sessions on these days. Now, whatever it might be for you, you've got to have that accountability. Perfect example is if you're a parent or if you're in a relationship with children, you know, the child holds you accountable. That's the walking accountability. But also your, your partner, also the child in their own ways, give you support and love. So I'd suggest going to two different people to help build that belief, one for support and one for accountability. But if you're going to one person for both, make sure, please, that they know why you're talking to them or what they're expecting from you. There's nothing worse than having a, a nourishing new sapling of belief and getting it trampled on for somebody holding you to account. And vice versa, if you're not putting in the effort, you need somebody who's going to say, you said you're going to do this thing. Okay. So that's your support team, having them in place. The third thing to build this belief is your environment. Your environment can be one of the most enabling or disabling factors in you building a belief and living the life that you want. If you don't believe me, just think of the COVID pandemic, yeah? When you can't leave your house or when you've got people in your house that are ill, that can have a massive negative impact, can't it, on what you believe is possible for you and for them. Equally, if you're in a safe place, if you're in a healthy place, if you're in a wonderful, nourishing environment, then a belief can have this, it's almost easier to build. Now, I don't want you thinking, oh, if I don't like my environment, then I can't build a belief. You can. You can build a, a belief in any place. But what I'd suggest is set up your environment to help you to build that belief in a cognizant, remember that word, in a cognizant way, where you're going, I want to have all this stuff around me that's going to make me believe I can do it until that belief kicks in. So that could be pictures. That could be if your home environment is, is not conducive, getting outside, you know, and having some time on your own away from that. If you can travel to a different place, fantastic. If you can't, you could travel to a different place in your mind through things like meditation and relaxation. But your environment is very important. I've got pictures. <laughs> I've got pictures of the GB Olympic swimming team on one of my walls just to remind me. I set up that environment because in the next four years, I'll probably forget about them. But then I'll see those pictures and that will remind me of their beliefs. And then it'll kick in the thoughts in my brain and it all works together. The fourth thing is, if you think of your belief, like I, like I said before, like a nourishing a sapling or a plant or a, a, a small animal or a child, you've got to nourish it with love and attention and affection. And you've got to allow it to grow and, and shape it and nourish it over time. Too many people have a lot of what are sometimes called by Dr. Dweck and people who work with growth mindset. They talk about fixed 
beliefs. I am like this. And the problem with that is that maybe you were like that yesterday or last week, but things change, don't they? And beliefs can, and I believe should, develop and improve over time. An example of this could be somebody's religious beliefs or lack of. When you're a child, very different to when you're an adult. Or think about if you're running a business and your belief in how you can do it at the start is very different to when it's informed by your actual experiences of doing it. In a lot of ways, beliefs can be stronger and more powerful when they're informed by experience. Because remember, like we said it before, sometimes your brain doubts you can do it. But if you've done it, then the brain goes, okay, now I'm interested. So you've got to nourish that belief, make time for it, write it down, look at it, work on it, allow it to develop. My love for people has developed and changed so much in the last 20 years to where it's become such a deep part of me, such a deep belief. It's just an integral part of who I am, but it didn't happen overnight. It took a lot of nourishing over time. So the last one, and I love this, you're going to love this, is what I call a success reference point. If you've done something just once, just once, you can do it again. So imagine the Olympic swimmers. If they've hit that time once, they can do it again, right? If you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I can do this thing, but you've just done it once, then you can do it again because your brain again goes back to saying, have we ever done this? Yes, we have. Oh, therefore, I believe, see that how it works? I believe it's actually possible now. This is the thing, getting to that first one. It's a silly example, but I was talking to somebody about doing pull-ups and she said, I can't get it. I just don't believe it. I know for a fact, once she gets that first one, then it's a very easy step to step two, three, four, and five pull-ups. So it's what I call success reference point. And here's how you use it. If you're trying to build a new belief for something you've never done before, this is what you do. You go back to something that you have done in a different context to a high standard. Because then you say, well, if I've done that, I can do this because it's it's just kind of a bit more hard work, just slightly different context or, ah, that's quite similar. Actually, yeah, I'm starting to believe. I'm starting to understand. This is starting to be real to me, all right? So if you've got one success reference point, that's all you need, just one. So those are five different ways that you can use to help to build a belief from scratch today. If you're sat there, if you're out running, if you're doing the garden, if you're um, driving the car and you're thinking, I'd love to build a belief in something that's important to me. So it's not just, you know, some thoughts or feelings, but a genuine conviction. I'm cognizant and say, yeah, I believe this, but I don't quite know how to go about it. You've got five different ways. What I always say, just pick one, just one. Just pick that one that's resonating with you today and that's going, yeah, I like number three. That's working for me. Or actually, number one, I'm going to go check out Dr. Carol Dweckel, Dr. Caroline Leaf. What I'd say, back to that repetition and emotional intensity, if you do all five, you will build that belief quicker and stronger. But again, depending on where you're at, if you've just got time for the one or if it's a side project, then just the one. It's all going to take you forward. So I don't know about you, but this time always flies when I'm making these podcasts for you. So as you pick up that backpack today and you get back out into your world, whatever you're doing, I wish you absolutely all the best. Thank you for spending some time with me. I hope it's been helpful. Please put down any suggestions. Uh, I'd love to hear, you know, for future episodes, they've got to be helpful to you. So just remember until we talk again, two things. The first is that your best learning very often happens outside the classroom. And the second one is you're a very special person and someone loves you right now just as you are. Okay, take care and speak soon.